Hello, friends. It's Mr. Gratitude, and this is the Living with Gratitude podcast, episode six. You know, it might be a little controversial, but I'm going to address something in this episode that comes up a lot, um, not only in content, but in live sessions. And that is the difference and the separation of religion versus Jesus, which is spirituality. So sit back, grab a drink, grab some snacks. Here we go. There are a lot of people, the moment you bring up God or Jesus, that will make this assumption that you're a religious person. Now, keep in mind, I've had a relationship with Jesus since I was five. My mom first taught me how to pray when I was five years old. I've always been very in tune with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, but I'm not religious. Religion, and I'm going to set the record straight on this, and, and I may I may offend some, but if you know me, you know my heart, you know my content, I don't sugarcoat. I speak very directly, very assertively, and I'm just going to speak my truth, all right? So religion, Catholicism, Mormonism, Islam, Buddhism, all religions of the world, this is what they teach you. They teach you that you have to do this, this, and this, and you have to be perfect, and you cannot commit sin to work your way to God, which is completely and utterly false. When in reality, the truth is what the Bible says and what the Bible teaches is that God has already loved, forgiven you through Jesus Christ. He came down here to show us and to love us and to let us know that no matter what we do, we are his children and he loves us. So that is the point that I always try and teach and relay to people is that I'm not a religious Christian. I am a super spiritual Jesus loving or his Hebrew name, Yeshua, lover of Jesus. I go back and forth to why when when I run into somebody that is an atheist or maybe even agnostic, I don't judge them because that's not my that's not my job. That is not my responsibility. But I try and explain to them like this. Even if you don't want to believe in a God, why wouldn't you believe in Yeshua, in Jesus, the light, the love, and the truth? Because all Jesus is, is light, love, grace, compassion, kindness, all of positive things. It's like, and I joke about it, but Jesus would be the most positive content creator, the most positive influencer in the world if he was alive and walking amongst amongst us today. And that kind of sets bells off in people's heads like, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, maybe I need to look more into that because it's true. Jesus does not like religion. Okay. And the fact of the matter is, is 99% of churches today would not even allow Jesus in their church because they're religious churches. That is the point that I really want to get across to this. You know, there's a a really good young man that I've been following on YouTube for quite some years now. And I think he did this video back in, uh, it was like 2011, 2012. He did a video called Why I Hate Religion and I Love Jesus. And it was super viral. I mean, this video has like 11 million views, maybe more last time I checked. 
And that video really breaks it down of what I'm going to discuss in this podcast about the separation and the difference of religion versus Jesus and true spirituality. And I'm going to dive deep into that the further we get into this podcast. So one of the greatest questions when it comes to God or our creator, whatever you want to verbalize is there's always something greater than us. You know, and even if you are an atheist, I mean, you have to know that we are not, we are not it. Like Carl Sagan once said that there are two possibilities in this world and both of them are just as frightening that we are not alone in the universe or that we are alone in the universe. And my belief is, is that we definitely are not alone. We definitely have a divine creator. I think a lot of people think that God is this bearded old man that sits in the clouds and watches over us and judges us for everything we do. And again, that is false. God is essentially you. And I'm not trying to say that you are God, but yeah, God is you. You are God as you have pieces of him in your heart. I mean, scripture clearly states that we came hot off the press. We will be like him, not a carbon copy, not a carbon copy, but we will be like him. And he left the Holy Spirit in us and he left gifts in us. So essentially, again, if you're not a Jesus follower or believe in God, you can manifest your life. Laws of attraction and manifestation is real. That's part of the gift that God gave us. The things that you think about become reality because you are part of God. And then that's really deep. A lot of people don't realize that. They don't realize the depth to that statement that there are some that take that as, well, why are you saying you are God? No, you are a part of God is the reality. You have you noticed that like the moment you think about something, somehow or another, it ends up becoming a reality. Rather, you were thinking about money and all of a sudden you pick up a coin off the floor or you were thinking about a person and within minutes, within hours, they call you and you may not have spoke to them in a while. If you're thinking negatively, negative things will happen to you. You don't think that that's a part of God, that we can control our own destiny and our own life. That is what I'm talking about. Another another hot topic that gets brought up when a God or a divine being is brought up is, well, if there really was a God, why would he allow suffering and why would he allow people to, you know, get murdered and to have cancer and all these things? And I think that's a very distorted way of, of viewing God, because here's the reality is God doesn't care about your comfort. God cares about your character. And it also ties into free will. So when horrible things happen to people, God doesn't allow those things to happen. God permits them to happen. And if you don't know the difference, do some research on allowing versus permitting. Okay. And it was part of essentially the agreement of when, you know, when Satan was cast out, when Lucifer was cast out of heaven, it was part of the gentleman's agreement between God and and Satan is that neither one can influence, I'm sorry, neither one can control human beings, humankind, mankind, they can only influence. 
So if you understand that concept, you'll understand the concept of who and what God truly is much more effectively and much more efficiently. So going back to the gifts that God gave us, a lot of religious Christians and religions around the world will judge you upon your sin. And let me tell you this, that all sins are equal. First and foremost, no sin is any greater or any less than any other. And anyone that is a human that judges you, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, my friend, they have a lot of skeletons in their closet and they are projecting on you. They are projecting their judgment, their insecurities, their faults, the things that they're doing behind the veil, they're projecting that on you because no true Jesus-loving Christian would judge you. I assure you that. Also, there's a big misconception about sin. Now, I have had some debates with people before about this, about sin in general. And this kind of goes back to the Holy Spirit and the gifts that God gave us is if God truly was in disagreement with the action that you're about to take, You'll feel that. You will feel a vibration inside of you that feels icky. You'll feel this voice of like, don't do this. It's not right. That is when you truly should not do something in accordance with the Holy Spirit and the Lord. Just like the positive. When you feel that inner vibration of happiness and that, yeah, that joy, that giddiness, that's you being in alignment with the Lord. When you're, when you're popping, when you're getting all these amazing things happening in life, that's you're in alignment with the Lord and he's blessing you. So with sin, a lot of people might say or disagree with me that your sin is, a, is against God. He's going to be mad at you. You're going to hell, which is completely again, which is false. I myself have always struggled with sexual sin. I've had a problem with sexual sin because my opinion of it is this. Lord, I'm in this committed relationship with this person and you, Lord, have given me this great gift of sexuality. You've given me this great gift of sex. And, and if I'm with this one person, I feel it's part of us becoming closer to creating that soul tie to doing these things. I, Lord, please, like, can I do this? And now again, religion, religious people would say, oh my gosh, you're, you're going to hell. You committed sexual sin. That's a sin. When after I have, um, essentially had premarital sex. It's something that I've had a, a conversation with the Lord about. Lord, please forgive me. You know my heart. You know I, I'm a great person. I have a good heart. My heart's towards you and I love you. And I've never felt that icky, like I shouldn't have done this feeling when it comes to my sexual sin. Now, again, I'm not saying that God is saying, go ahead, son, go ahead and just have as much random sex as you want. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you're thinking about sin, thinking about think about the inner vibration that it creates within your body and that's a telltale sign if god is in alignment with what you're doing or not if it feels icky he's not in alignment if it feels good he's in alignment with you and that is one of what i wanted to address uh, about sin also too when it comes to homosexuality and other certain sins in the bible you don't go to hell for sin let's let's get the record straight you don't go to hell for sin Okay, there's a lot of conflicting information with that. And if you look back at the Old Testament compared to when Jesus came, now a lot of the Old Testament does carry over into the new. But remember, when Jesus came, he is the light, the love, and the truth. So that is the Lord telling you, you are forgiven, you are loved, and that is how you move forward. The only way to quote unquote 
have that you know ticket to hell is to deny that Yeshua, that Jesus is the Son. Okay, denying that Jesus is the Son. But even then, that's not saying that you will essentially go to hell. Because keep in mind, there's two judgments. The first judgment is knowing that you are a lover of Jesus and you know that He is the Son, the Light, and the Truth. That's your ticket to the kingdom. But then you also have what's called the judgment of books. So people that aren't Jesus followers, people that don't necessarily believe that Jesus is the light, love, and the truth, they're going to be judged by the judgment of books. And that is the judgment of your deeds and what you have done and the shining of the light of your heart. Have you had a good heart or a dark heart? So while we're on the topic of sin um, and going back to my struggles with sexual sin, what I know about Jesus, what I know about the Bible, what I know about God, is the reason why in Corinthians and in other sections within Scripture it states no premarital sex is a couple things. So the first one is for virgins, okay? It really applies to virgins. Now, somebody like myself that's been divorced, I have kids, you can't take that back. Now, you can think so in your mind of like, hey, okay, I'm not going to have sex again until I'm married. But what's done is done, period. Like that deed is done. If you want to classify it as a sin, it's a sin. That's a conversation between you and God. My point is, is that's one reason why it states no premarital sex. The second reason is the covenant. Because scripture states you can only create one covenant with one person, just like you can only have one covenant with one God, the God, our God. With that said, again, that is where if once you've been with somebody and you've lost that virginity and you're with somebody again, well, that covenant's gone. Now you can make it up in your mind. You can make it up in your mind, but no matter which way you flip it, you're going to sin again. You're going to have sexual sin. And that's something that you talk to the Lord about. And that's where I have always struggled. Obviously, I haven't only been with one person my whole life or two people. Um, I think <laughs> I think you get where I'm going with this. And again, I'm not glorifying premarital sex. I'm not saying that that's in alignment with God. But what I'm saying is don't be so hard on yourself. If you know the Lord and you have that great relationship and you know scripture, we all do it. It's a great gift. He gave us the gift of sexuality. Don't let others judge you for it and do what your heart feels. If it's making you happy and you're not hurting other people, if there's a sin involved in that, that's between you and the Lord. That's a discussion you have. But humanly, if it feels good in your heart and it makes you happy and you're not hurting anyone, again, I think you get my point. So a couple final thoughts here as I close this out. Um, the last big misconception I want to address is when we die. Okay, there's a lot of religious people. There's even a lot of Christians that think when we die, we go to a heaven or hell instantly. And that is not what scripture tells us. That is not what the Bible tells us. What the Bible says is that the dead know nothing and you are in a perpetual sleep until the second coming of Christ, which means if we're alive, when the quote unquote rapture comes, we will, Jesus followers, will ascend to the heavens and watch the wicked burn with the earth. We will watch the wicked burn with Satan with the earth. But until then, nobody's going anywhere until the second coming of Christ. There's a huge misconception with that as well. So don't take my word for it. Everything I've talked about in this podcast, use your discernment. 
Use the gifts that God gave you. Read your Bible. Know scripture. And most importantly, you guys, don't let anyone judge you. Don't let any human judge you. As long as you are a good person with a good heart and you are kind to others and you are shining a light and love and you are honoring the Lord in that light, don't let anyone judge you. Just because you're not going to church doesn't mean that you don't have a relationship with God because the reality of it is, is you are the church. We go to church to feel fed. We go to church to be around more like-minded individuals to elevate our vibrations. Doesn't make you any less of a Christian or less of a Jesus follower because you're not going to church every Sunday. I'll just tell you that, that you are the church and it's your relationship. It's not the religion. So I hope a lot of things that I addressed in this answered a lot of questions about the difference between religion and God and Jesus. Because for me, I am a super spiritual, Yeshua-loving Christian. I don't judge anybody. That is not my job as a Christian to judge you. As long as you are happy and you're not hurting another person, you are my friend. I will always give you kindness. I am against being mean, judgmental, hurtful to other human beings. And I'm pretty sure that Jesus is too. Because if you think about Jesus, he hung out with prostitutes. He hung out with sinners. He hung out with the worst of the worst and he loved them all. And that is a representation of who our God truly is. So I hope this podcast helped you separate religion and Jesus. Coming up next week, I do have another special guest. And in the weeks to come, the guests just keep getting bigger and brighter and bigger and brighter. You guys are going to love them. I love them. You know I only bring on awesome people because it's awesome. Listen, friend, if you love me, if you love this podcast, you want me to continue to bring you great content and even better guests, make sure that you are liking, subscribing, and leaving great reviews for this podcast because that allows me to continue and you're showing me light and you're showing me love. So until then, until the next time, you guys stay blessed.